Hello. Thanks for listening to Tea with Terry. We hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. And if you are, we'd appreciate you hitting the like button and maybe leaving a review and uh, also subscribing. If you'd like to contact us, reach out to us on Instagram at Tea with Terry Podcast. Now, on to the show. Hi, Steve. Hope you're having a great day. Well, hey, Terry. I'm, I am having a good day. Just sitting around reading all the stories about what's happening to all the couples under quarantine. So you were telling me that there, the divorce rate is higher during quarantine. I read an article that some hotels in downtown Tokyo have opened up and created like little isolated room chambers for all the wives to get away from their husbands. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hysterical. So they don't kill them? Well, yeah, because you know the Japanese thing is like they work 27,000 hours a week. and Exactly. Well, and I had already read about this uh, about 10 years ago. I was reading about that when the, when the Japanese men retire, that these Japanese women were divorcing them left and right because they were finally spending a bunch of time at home and they had gotten so used to doing everything by themselves, they got sick of having these men underfoot. Well, that's what I was wondering. Like people that are so used to traveling I mean, you and Keith included, you're used to just being kind of, you know, this week I'm going to be in D.C. and next week I'm going to be in Florida. So for those of us, me, that don't, you know, I pretty much only travel when I want to, uh, you know, to go home and visit my family or a vacation. Yeah. You know, it's not a part of my job. Something good. Um, Yeah, exactly. So whatever you don't like about someone is magnified every 24 hours that you spend with them. So in the first 24 hours, you're like, like leaving the top off the toothpaste, whatever. Don't put the paper towels back on the roll that you could deal with. Then 48 hours is magnified a little bit more. How do you put paper towels back on a roll? You know, the the thing that you take the thing off the top and you put the new ones on, you put it back on. Oh, you're, you're not like, you're not, you're not towel. using paper towel and then rolling it back onto the roller. Cause that'd be weird. No, no, no. Like the contraption that everyone has, <laughs> just, whether it be just messing with in it. your, I, I have one, it's crazy. called a counter and I just stick it on there. Like why take well, all the extra effort to put it on some kind of big pole when you can do. And I'm telling you, Lisa can handle that for probably four or five days. It's the four or five weeks that eventually she's either just going to throw that contraption at you or in the trash and just be like, to hell with it. So uh, but, that's the but, thing. Everything you don't like just magnifies. But see, Lisa and I actually, because I had a shift when I had my, my last job was not a traveling job. I stayed home all the time. And we actually determined that we really like each other. We haven't had any of that friction between the two of us because we don't really get in each other's space and we are comfortable. But we're very odd in that situation because most of the traveling sales guys I know, when they get home, they're not used to it. Well, I know when you, um, I don't know which job it was. You've, you've had several. couple. You circumnavigated the globe like three times in six months. It, like something crazy. It wasn't that. It was twice. It was twice in six months. And yeah, it was whenever I was at uh, at my company. I left back in 2012. But yeah, I was I was global and mobile VP guy, and I was going. I was bopping between Asia and um, Europe and South America. And then the next few jobs I had, I had out. I had all the Americas and all of Asia and Australia. Well, I just remember like when we would catch you, you know, in between when you would come home, maybe our families would get together. So we're like, we're going to a picnic, and they were like, okay. So we would get together and. You looked like you were 65. It does mess with your sleep. No, like, it does. And you that, fly it's... from one place to another. You don't know if you're supposed to eat breakfast or dinner. or You're supposed to go to a nightclub. or you're sp- Who am I? What's my name? There's two things about that that are completely accurate. First one is... I just said something accurate? Giving you benefit of a doubt. You said something okay. that was not Wrong. erroneous. <laughs> you know? It wasn't like Siberia, part of Ukraine kind of thing. So, um, <laughs> okay. But anyway, but no, it's, the, uh, it's when you're in that mode, it's easy to stay in that mode. And this is why I say... 
the most powerful force in the universe is what they call inertia, which is an object in motion wants to stay at motion, an object at rest wants to stay at rest, the old geek laws. But like I said, once you get out of that traveling every day, boy, is it hard to get back into it. And when you're in it, you kind of just, you let your body just, just go through it. But once I got off the road, man, I didn't want to get back on the road again. Like, I don't mind traveling occasionally, but it's really, really difficult to be gone three or four days a week, and especially with how stupid the uh, airports are. Oh, I've seen you in an airport. I have seen you. I'm not pleasant. You're so nice, and you are just, you just let things go. And, you know, when the kids were little, they could pour mustard in the swimming pool, and you were like, don't even bother cleaning it. And just all the stuff, you're like, oh, whatever. Things are made to be broken. Like, we don't worry about that. And then my first experience of you at the airport, (laughs) you were, like, yelling at this woman that was Literally, she looked like she's about 12. And you were like, I'm never flying American again. And she was like, I'll call the president. I don't know what to do. (laughs) And so, yeah, then I was like, oh, my God, Steve got mad. Yeah, I think that was my first time I ever saw you like, yeah, the hairs on your arm were standing up. Like I was waiting for you to just go and jump through the glass or something. You just—I don't even remember what the problem was. I was uh, what did it call uh, mean? <laughs> no, I—I I was appropriately distressed at the situation. I think is a way to put it. But it's also, you know, when you get into that work mode versus the the relaxed mode. And like one of my favorite stories is our friend. Uh, let's call her Susie for the case of this podcast. But okay. yeah, and one time I was trying to set up a basketball training for, for my daughter and Susie's daughter, and it wasn't going well. Okay. And they kept changing the location in time. And finally, I got this really pointed text from Susie that said, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to go to this thing this time, but this will be the last time this ever happens again. And then I went home to my wife and I said, I just met corporate Susie today. And I, oh, and, yeah. and, and I don't think my review is going to go well. <laughs> right. Because right. she was in the middle of all her board meetings and stuff. And she's like, okay, all right, look, you're going to do this. I'm going to do this. All right, we're done. And I'm just like, okay, all right, yeah, boss, whatever you say. Okay, well, here, shifting gears on you. So this has been vacation week for you. And um, I was curious, did you have to bring your pool behind trailer and rooftop? storage and everything else to bring all the stuff you guys bring when you go on vacation he never gets mad about how much stuff we bring and that last trip that we all took together was a real eye-opener when i saw the amount of everybody else's stuff and then the amount of stuff the Zelensky's had like it was really ridiculous oh yeah so well like the next time we're like gonna the trip try to, to it italy where we all agreed to just pack one bag and then you're like well we decided not to do but that. I don't think I did. Did I agree to that? And then Lisa and I are sitting there like tetrising everything we have into our bags. And we get there and then you've got a bag the size of Rhode Island on top of the other bags. And I was like, we would have liked yeah. to have packed Rhode Island too. And you're like, well, it didn't work for us. <laughs> I don't think I agreed to that. You didn't agree to it. You actually suggested it. No way. Uh-uh. No way. <laughs> and I think you suggested it knowing that we, being the good rule There's followers, no we're going to do it to give you more room for your big ass bag of god knows what well and i'm going to tie it into this 90 day fiance thing you know these people are moving to a foreign country for the rest of their lives ever forever and ever or at least for a week until and, they come back and they have well if the, you know the 90 days i mean they're coming for 90 days right if they don't make it they leave but i mean the plan is to never go back and they bring a fraction of what i brought when i went to italy 
for two weeks. Terry, most people only own a fraction of what you brought to Italy. Well, I think it's just because I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm like, am I going to be wanting to be dressed up? Am I going to want to be casual? Am I going to want to wear these pants or those pants? Do I want to wear shorts? I just need to scale it down and learn how to bring four outfits that you can make in a 10. I don't know. Or you know what? Maybe I don't need to do that. Maybe I can just bring all my stuff whenever I want it. I gotta say, why don't I just tell you, hey, Terry, you need to breathe shallow and use less oxygen because you got about as much chance of doing that as you do packing light. You're right. I just, you know what? It's worked for me this far. I'm just going to keep doing what I do. And I don't even know when the next trip is. It's New Zealand. It's New Zealand next summer for our 30th anniversary. So not Spain. Hell no. I don't want to go to Spain. I've been to Spain. No, I'm talking about me. I've never been there. Well, go to Spain, to but we're all, all going to New Zealand next summer. We've all agreed to it. Well, you need to send me the dates because I don't remember agreeing to that, but I want to go. Well, I, I don't plan things ahead of time, but we said that's our 30th. I do. Right. It took me 18 months to plan our two and a half weeks. You are great at overall planning. Like I've always said. I am you, a very good you planner. Ought to be, I miss my calling. And Lisa and I are good just tag-alongs. Like when you say, we're going to go here, here, and here, we're like, we're in. Because we didn't have to do any of it. And that's we're happy with it. Well, that trip took me 18 months. And you did a good, darn good job. And, and if there was, and if sure they did. had a Terry, Terry Zielinski travel agency, I would give you five stars on Yelp. I would. Well, I've had people say to me, like, what travel agency do you use? I'm like, no, man, I do it. But then they're like, oh, well, I'm going to keep on looking. Like, they don't trust. And, and that's fine. Because they like, got made some screwball. I don't think that place in Venice... You know, I don't, they certainly didn't advertise when we stayed there that after nine o'clock at night, the gross water was going to well, be waist but, deep. But that's, I all, mean, obviously that's what that, that didn't sale. happen all, no, no, well, they didn't, it's based on tides and some other things. They can't always predict it. But look, for what we paid for it, I, I thought it was fine. Well, and I then, mean, was, and we got one of the, and we got the best picture of all vacations of you right, piggybacking on, on uh, Keith. And Lisa walking next year because she knew I would drop her in the water. So Terry, are you going to plan our New Zealand trip too? And are you going to drop your basket? I mean, do we get to stay a long time? Like, what's up? Just, we'll probably stay two. We'll probably do a week and a half. Are you going to freak out on that seventh day? I always okay. do. But hey, I'm not the only one that does basket dropping when we're at the airport. I think your husband has done that a few times himself. I do remember this trip that we were going on. And I'd never seen an airport so upside down. It was that spring break. And the line to get... Remember we uh, missed our plane? Yeah. Yeah. And Keith like yelled at the guy and was like, uh, the guy was like, I'm sorry, we can't do that. And Keith's like, you know what? The minute that Keith says, bud, you know, he's like about to freak out. Oh, I thought, I thought it was pal. Pal, bud. Okay. You're right. It's pal at the airport. <laughs> when it, it becomes, be bud. yeah, bud is, no, is like on a phone. Pal is face Bud is more like somebody that he knows. Like he would say that to you. Like, well, he would never say that to you, but anywho. He, oh, he's thrown a butt out at me before. Okay. Well, he palled this guy <laughs> and we all, our whole family took like five steps back. Like, <laughs> like he just palled this guy. So Keith was like, um, okay, if you can't do it, then you need to get somebody here that can because I'm not moving until you get me on the direct flight. It's your fault that I just missed the flight. Not our fault because we were like, you know, late getting to the airport. It's your fault that we missed the flight because you've got this line wrapped around the building. We couldn't get our stuff up here. And lo and behold, this guy shows up, bing, bang, boom. And then we were on the direct flight and everything was roses. But then we go over and we had to get through security. I had my family all spread out. Like, you go get in that line. I'm getting in this line. It was, do you remember that? It was awful. Yeah, yeah I, I do. It, it was it, awful. I, I remember thinking, man, they should have left more than 20 minutes before it was time to leave uh, for the airport. Well, we like to get to the airport 
like an hour and 20, but we never do. Like Keith wants to get there and literally walk. Well, you know, you well, yeah. traveled with him. He just wants to walk right on. I want to get there. I want to get a cup of tea. I want to people watch for a little bit. Maybe I want to get a magazine. Maybe I want to get some snacks. Maybe I want water. Maybe I wait until the very last second when Keith has early booked us. Or what's that thing where you get to get on the plane first? Yeah, it's priority. Okay. So they're like, all the priority people. And Keith's all excited. Like, woohoo, I'm a silver member. And I'm like this, honey, I need to go to the bathroom. And he's like, and he's like, we're not going to have any overhead. (laughs) Like, so what? That's what I do to Lisa all the time is I get there and we're about to board. I'm going to go to the uh, shop and see what they got. Yeah. And it drives her insane. She's like, we're here and they're going to board in five minutes. I'm like, I know I'll be back in five or six minutes. And she just can't, she can't stand it. I don't want to be the first one on the plane, but I want people to get in. I want them to settle down. I want them to find their seats. I want them to, you know, feed the babies and rock the whoever's and everybody gets yeah. fixed up. There's a reason, your- there's a reason why I, I say there's a special place in heaven for Keith and you're describing yeah. one of the reasons that he's having to deal with that, that I think there is that in traveling where you have to stop, what was it? Every 17 minutes to shop as, as store on the side of the road yeah i like the <laughs> stores yeah i can't I, i'm like i am the stereotypical dude we have a destination and we're gonna go to the destination what how many times have you seen keith say no to that like i think he just doesn't it's not like he wants to shop either he just doesn't really care no i think you've beaten um, him down over the years and he's a he's a shell of, of the man he once was no i, I think part <laughs> of him like even when we go just to the beach and we drive you know most families on the day that they're leaving they get up they pack their whatever car and they start driving for their place they live that's what i because do because they're leaving the end of vacation yeah. so you so y'all like to leave at like four in the morning no actually i like to leave at night and then i drive all the way through the night i get home at like five in the morning that's right so you pay for a day that you were not there like you just leave that last like if you're supposed to leave on saturday you don't you leave friday yeah because otherwise i'm just getting up in the morning packing up and then i've got to sit around tool around and then i don't get home until really really late and so what do you have going on what your house is on fire what why you gotta get home well i mean the thing is i usually leave right around time we'd be going to bed you know like nine ten o'clock at night so all that i'm skipping out on is sleeping in a condo somewhere and then having to get up in the morning and spend the whole day packing up the car i'd rather just pack the car up we go everybody goes to sleep and then i'm on my own and i like driving in the middle of the night i like it because i don't have to stop every 15 minutes but he does it on the other side like we if we're supposed to check out at 10 we usually don't leave the place until like 11 30 and then we leave and we go shopping and then we go a little bit more shopping and then we eat lunch and then we do some shopping and then we do some shopping. Oh my God, that sounds awful. So we like to get all the people that are driving on the Saturday, leaving the beach, like go, get out of the way. So by the time we leave, there's just no one there. So we do drive at night, but at the night on the day that we're leaving, not the night before we're leaving. Does that make sense? That would make sense to me if Keith lost a bet or had done something really horrible and had to make it up to you by letting you shop in beachside stores for 27 hours before you could leave. That's like punishment. It's cruel, Terry. It's just cruel. Well, I mean, Keith lives with three women. I know, and I really, really feel for him every single day. But he really doesn't mind. I mean, he plays on his phone. He's like, yeah, that shirt's cute. Whatever. No, don't buy that. That's silly. Finally, somewhere between four and five we can all see it happen 
Like he just finally is like, uh, and we know it. And so we're like, okay, well, that's it. We're done. Bye beach until next year. And you can kind of just see his shoulders relax and the veins on his neck go back down. But we like to wait until, <laughs> he turns, you know, he, he gets turns there. from incredible Hulk back to Bruce Banner and yeah. you know, it's good to go. Okay. So now you've left Florida. Do you have any good stories about any late night drives where, you know, you were traveling with the kids? You know, there is a funny story. We were driving from Texas to Baton Rouge. It's probably a good three o'clock in the morning. And I knew he had to be tired. So I was like, oh my God, I'm going to talk to you and keep you awake. He's like, no, please. Seriously, don't. And I was like, no, I, I'm going to tell you a story. And he was like, Ugh. Lisa does the exact same thing to me. She's just convinced that because she's tired, I must be tired. And so I need to be talked to. I feel exactly the same way. So I guess he really started speeding. So we get pulled over and he's like, oh, crap. You know, the kids are sleeping in the back and the policeman comes up and he's like, hey, what's up? And the guy's like, yeah, do you know you were speeding? And he's like, I did. And he's like, Terry, lean up. And I'm like, hello. He's like, officer, do you see her? She won't stop talking to me. <laughs> I just want to get to Baton Rouge. She will not keep her mouth shut. Like, I'm, I'm literally just trying to get where I'm going. And the policeman laughed. I don't even think he got a ticket. He's just like, well, don't go that fast. And man, could you please? <laughs> he gave you a ticket. It? And so, yeah, that was it. Well, I have to tell you, Lisa got me out of a ticket one time and she wasn't even there. So I was in Kansas City and the airport got shut down because of rainstorms or something. And I was going to get stuck there for a day. And my anniversary is the next day. So I just took my rental car, drove down from Kansas City down to Dallas. And on the way, I got pulled over in Oklahoma City. And the, the cop pulled me over. He said, sir, are, are you been driving a long time? Are you okay? Because I've been following you for about four miles and you sped up to 75 miles an hour. Then you slowed down to 45 miles an hour. And then you switched lanes and you halfway switched lanes. And you know, what's going on? And I said, officer, I'm going to tell you the exact truth. Tomorrow is my anniversary. And I always write my wife um, a silly poem during her card, and my muse was talking to me, and I thought of what I wanted to write, and I was jotting it down, and here it is. <laughs> and so then I handed him a copy of this notebook where I had literally written a poem to Lisa, and the guy looked at it and said, you know, I've been doing this for 15 years, and this is the first time this has ever happened. He goes, I, I, I think I'm just going to give you a warning. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. So then we start talking a little bit. He goes, you're from Dallas? He goes, yeah. He goes, you're a Cowboys fan? I'm like, no. No, not at all. And he goes, what are you, a Saints fan? And he goes, oh, I'm a Pittsburgh fan. And this was the year the Saints made the run for the Super Bowl. And I was like, oh, Pittsburgh, we beat them like a drum like three weeks ago. And he goes, you know what? I, I am going to give you a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> and he was joking. And then we just sat there and talked football for like 10 minutes. And then he finally says, all right, sir, please stop uh, writing poetry on the road. And I said, officer, I just want to say thank you. This has been the most enjoyable traffic stop I have ever had. Because how often do you get to sit and talk football with somebody while you're in the middle of a road trip? So I give Lisa credit for getting me out of that ticket. Well, unlike I normally do, I'm going to actually just totally shift gears for no reason whatsoever because I've been working in the yard and fighting stupid rabbits and it just reminded me of something that happened about 10 years ago that's just weird. So did I ever tell you about the dead rabbit that we found at our place in Bellevue? Um, The one that Phoebe killed? No. Oh my God. No, that was here and that was gut-wrenching. We're still traumatized. <laughs> that was awful. So after we'd already bought this house we're living in and we'd moved out and I would just go and we're, the house hadn't sold yet. So I'd go back and check on it you know, a couple times a week and I'd get there one time and we had a possible 
possum that had moved underneath one of the decks. And I just look over in the side fence, and I just see a pair of legs, <laughs> rabbit legs, sticking out from underneath the fence. Oh, dear. So I was like, this, this isn't going to be good. And sure enough, was I it was, just hanging out, yeah, like sunning itself? No, what happened was that the possum got it and then pulled it in, and, it, and the rabbit, he couldn't get the rabbit all the way underneath it. So he just ate the rabbit up to the legs and just left the legs sitting there from underneath the porch. And it was kind of like... I didn't know possums ate rabbits. Possums eat everything. They're mean little creatures. They're, they're horrible. I like possums. Well, that's because you've never been up close and personal with a possum. Yes, I have. When Keith and I went and stayed in Eureka Springs, I heard this little scuffling by the door. And I was like, oh my God, it was a, it was a, a raccoon. So I was like, Keith, there's a raccoon. I'm freaking out. So I threw a breakfast bar out there. And then another raccoon came, and then three more came, and then a, a a possum came. And the possum and the raccoon were, like, very aware of each other, but they didn't make contact. They were too busy eating <laughs> they didn't make whatever eye the hell contact. I'd thrown out there. No, but they were like, er. Like, when I took the video, I'm taking the video through the window, and they're, like, one foot away from me. I mean, they're basically my pets at this point. And I'm, like, throwing all this weird food on the porch. And then we decided, like, they definitely don't like apples, but they love M&M's. So, I mean, I might have killed them all, but um, they were very close to each other. And the possum is, like, and the and the raccoon is, like, coming in from the other side. And the other raccoons are standing way behind the other one. They were, like, a posse of raccoons. And they're, like, don't do it. Like, he's going to get you. And then the opossum kind of turns, and the raccoon just darts away. And then he comes right back. Like, you're not scary. So I got the whole thing on video. No, they're mean. It's amazing. The possums are mean. The raccoons can well, be mean. Possums are they're yeah, mean. Yeah, but the way they use their little hands, they got that long snout. I thought they ate ticks. Is it an armadillo that eats ticks? Yeah, our, One of them eats yeah, ticks. Well, armadillos eat grubs and stuff. They, 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 the arm, you can tell an armadillo has been in your garden because it, it just rooted through everything. Ticks, not, I don't think ticks is on any, it's like the major yeah, diet of anything. Yeah, they do eat ticks. Well, they just eat like them. Just like bats they, eat but, mosquitoes. Yeah, but they eat them, but that's not their main diet. There's not enough ticks to, to keep. There's a lot of ticks yeah, but the, in but, Eureka Springs. Oh, yeah, any, any wooded area. But no, possums are just really, really viciously mean. I like, like, I don't want to be in a closed room with a possum. I'd rather have any raccoon, squirrel, anything else other than a possum. They're not, they're not good pets. But well, I, I didn't you, get that impression. But I didn't know they would eat a rabbit. I thought they ate ticks. No, they're, no, they're carnivores. Ticks again. They're car- well, they eat omnivores. I mean, but they, no, they're, they're like raccoons. They're like right. raccoons. But I tell you, it's funny. We stayed in, in Utah one time, and it was in a ski lodge. And the first night we were there, we hear a scratching on the door, kind of like you. And, it, and what is, these animals are used to tourists that don't know you shouldn't be feeding these rodents and we feed them and watch them because we think it's fascinating we hear the scratching we open the door and i saw the fattest raccoon i have ever seen in my entire life it's like garfield was a raccoon and he just stand, oh and, and, and we open the door and he just looks at us he's waiting for us to throw him food and we're like get out of here and he just looks and then he's as slow as possible turn and i swear he gave me the paw finger you know he's like all right, fine. And he just waddles yeah, off. Yeah, he's like basically a pet. Yeah, he's like. Okay, I am right, Steve. Honestly, a possum is the only like marsupial, so that's pretty cool. America's only marsupial. Oh, I forgot they were a marsupial. It is a marsupial, yeah. and it kills ninety-five percent of ticks that cross their path. It is estimated a single possum is capable of eating over five thousand ticks every season holy cow possums are the unhung zero in the fight against ticks and lyme disease it's okay i i stand eater. corrected and you know what terry 
you win the Geek Award of the Week. I won. I did not know that, and I and yeah. I'm fascinated. Now I have a piece of trivia knowledge that I can win a bet on sometimes. I'd never it's heard true. that. That's that's fascinating. Possum show eat off ticks, and obviously now we know they eat rabbits. That's kind of sad. They are vicious, but you know what? Now that I know the ticks, I'm starting to uh, maybe put them less. Kind of warm up to them a little. Yeah. But if you if you don't look at the rest of their scraggly body, you only 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 just look at their face. They're actually kind of cute. Well, you know what? If you don't look at the face of a nutria rat and look at the rest of the body, it's kind of cute. <laughs> That's not true. They're disgusting. So if every we could, bit of them. if we could somehow come out with a possum nutria where it had a possum face and a nutria no, body a nutria rat, no part of it yeah. that thing would be hard pressed to come up with three things it likes about itself like those are they're all gross <laughs> every bit of it it's teeth it's feet it's <laughs> nose uh, d- no like there's nothing they don't even like themselves i'm sure of it they can't they're the gross well i guess that's gonna have us in this show on this amazingly positive note about the awesome Nutria rats. They're gross, and they know it. Hey, Terry, it's been another fun week. You got any last-minute messages? Let that person go in front of you at the grocery. Don't be the first one out of the shoot at the green light. Let the bicycle rider walk their dog in front of your house. Let some dog poop, and don't freak out and pick it up. And everybody just be nice. Just be cool. Just be nice. Everybody's gonna, it's, everything's going to be okay. We're all going to be okay. And that was your episode of Words to Live By by Terry Zielinski. Okay, Terry, any, anything else you want to add before we shut it down? Thank you so much for spending a few minutes not thinking about anything. Well, based on this show content, it didn't sound like we spent much time thinking about things either. <laughs> Adios. Dawn, that's the end.